Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do terrific work, and you can find out more and give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including special guest Boo Mortensen. We'll find out what's new with Boo. Seton Motley is the founder and president of Less Government. And my wife, Linda, will be joining us as well. It is January the 17th, and on this day in 1961, President Dwight D. Eisenhower entered the presidential term by warning the nation about the increasing power of the military-industrial complex. His remarks, issued during a televised farewell address to the American people, was particularly significant since Ike had famously served uh, the nation as a military commander of the Allied forces during World War II. He urged uh, his successors to strike a balance between a strong national defense and diplomacy in dealing with the Soviet Union. He didn't suggest arm reduction and, in fact, acknowledged that the bomb was an effective deterrent to nuclear war. However, cognizant that Americans' peacetime defense policy had changed drastically since his military career, Eisenhower expressed concerns about the growing influence of what he termed the military-industrial complex. Before and after the Second World War, American industries successfully converted to uh, defense production, as well as uh, the old guns and butter thing, as as the crisis demanded. But over the war, out of the war, the Eisenhower called a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions emerged. This conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry was the new American experience, Eisenhower warned. And while we recognize the imperative need for this development, we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence. The power for the disastrous rise of the uh, misplaced power exists and will persist, he said. He cautioned that the federal government's collaboration with an alliance of military and industrial leaders, though necessary, was vulnerable to abuse of power. Boy, was he appreciant in that. Think of all the ways that the uh, military and, and uh, Big Pharma, others, have colluded in order to uh, garner power. Ike then cons- uh, cons- counseled uh, American citizens to be vigilant in uh, monitoring the military-industrial complex. He also recommended restraint in consumer habits, particularly with regard to the environment. As we peer into society's future, you, we, you and I, and our government must avoid the impulse to live only for today, plunging for our own ease and convenience the precious resources for tomorrow. And, of course, we're sitting right in the precipice of a debt crisis, so he's right about that financially and otherwise. We cannot mortgage, mortgage the material assets of our grandchildren without asking the loss also be of their political and spiritual heritage. Well, it's true. I mean, we've uh, robbed future generations so so many different ways. It's hard to it's be hard to right the ship, and the, every day that goes by gets more difficult. But nevertheless, uh, a prescient warning from uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Well, continuing state public health messaging uh, centered around diet and exercise, Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo told Floridians to get outdoors and recharge some with some Florida sun and vitamin D. 
It already December promoted self-growing foods like bananas for a healthy diet. I love fruit. Bananas are among my favorites, he said. They're nutritious and a great source of energy. And in Florida, you can grow them yourself, especially if you have a green thumb. Late November after Thanksgiving, Ladapo urged Floridians to take control of their health with an exercise routine. He said he would uh, likes to wake up in the morning and either jog or swim. How do you get moving after a holiday? A good morning run with a solid playlist gets me back on track. Good for the mind, body, and soul, he said, releasing a, vo- a video of himself running on a treadmill. Previously, Ladapo uh, uploaded a similar video promoting a daily e- routine exercise and healthy living depicting him swimming laps. <clears throat> Florida uh, Governor Ron DeSantis appointed the Ladapo as Florida Surgeon General and Secretary of Florida Department of Health in September of 2021. How refreshing uh, to hear uh, the public health official talk about exercise, vitamin D, uh, talking about things other than vaccines. And uh, right now, I'm reading a terrific book. It's uh, The Government, The Lies My Government Told Me by uh, Robert W. Malone, MD. Just a terrific read. It's really about the debacle of this, uh, this vaccine scandal, and uh, it's really worth a read. By the way, over the past two years, uh, more than 1,650 professional and amateur athletes have collapsed due to cardiac events, and 1,148 of them have proven to be fatal. Damar Hamlin, of course, a 24-year-old Buffalo Bills football player, went into cardiac arrest on live television after being tackled during a January 2nd, uh, 2023 game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Team trainers and emergency medical staff performed CPR for more than nine minutes, which saved his life. Whether the COVID jab played a role in what happened in Hamlin is impossible to know for sure, but Dr. Peter McCulloch suspects it may have played a role, provided he actually got the shot. A condition called commodio cordis is known to occur in baseball when a player is hit hard in the breastbone, thereby causing cardiac arrest. That's with a baseball, of course. There are approximately 20 to 30 such cases each year, but never in pro football. In McCulloch's view, commodio cordis can likely be ruled out. The more likely cause for Hamlin's cardiac arrest, he believes, is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or uh, normal thickening of the heart muscle, which is the primary cause for athletes suffering cardiac arrest. During exercise, adrenaline is pumping, and when the heart is damaged, this adrenaline rush is what triggers the cardiac arrest. This helps explain not only the death of athletes on the field or people dying while jogging, but also why so many are dying in their sleep because adrenaline is released at 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. as your body readies uh, to be awakened. I didn't know that. That's so interesting. But nevertheless, uh, what's causing all this? Well, of course, we're beginning to discover uh, the, the risks involved with the, va- with the uh, vaccine in the jab. It's causing, causing so many problems. And of course, with no trials, we went ahead and started to use this and we're beginning to pay the price, especially for young people. Well, the U.S. Capitol Police lieutenant who shot and killed January 6th protester Ashley Babbitt was housed for six months, get this, in a hotel suite reserved for top brass at Joint Base Andrews in Maryland, according to a newly released Air Force records. Capitol Police paid for a suite for Lieutenant Michael Byrd and a pet at the hotel inside the fence base from July the 20, 2021 to January 2022 for thousands of dollars, according to documents obtained by Judicial Watch. 
Birdie did not face any charges in the killing of an unarmed Babbitt, revealed his role in August 2021 and said that he had been threatened by, for his actions. Capitol Police did not immediately explain why they housed Bird at the Presidential Inn, a military-only facility on Andrews Air Force Base. Judicial Watch uh, President Tom Fitton said he was surprised that Bird was housed at the base at taxpayers' expense. How in Lord's name does the Defense Department get involved in providing security, he said. So now we have the Defense Department in the beck and call to help manage someone else's involved in police shooting? It's crazy, said uh, Fitton. Does a heck of a job, by the way. Fitton released 31 pages of documents in the latest release of January 6-related information the Watchdog Group has uncovered. Babbitt, who is 35, was the only person involved in the Capitol riots to die on January the 6th. She was shot trying to enter the Speaker's lobby at the uh, back of the House chamber. Explaining his action, Bird said he felt that she was endangering his colleagues. I know that day I saved thou- thou- uh, countless lives. That He's a liar and a murderer. Uh, he should be prosecuted for what he did. She was not armed. She didn't uh, point at anything. She wasn't in any way threatening anybody. She was just standing there, and he shot her point blank for no reason. Uh, He should be uh, tried and convicted, in my opinion. Well, the Arizona Court of Appeals has set a date for the February 1st for the conferencing on Kerry Lake's lawsuit attempting to overturn the results of the 2022 general election. Our appeal is scheduled to be heard before the court on February the 1st. Do not underestimate Kerry Lake's desire to get justice for the people of Arizona. It doesn't matter how long it takes. She will see this through, tweeted the uh, Lake campaign. And again, I just want to keep this on our focus because uh, this is an important case. And there's, I think, lots of evidence to demonstrate that there was uh, fraud involved in this election. And I just encourage her to continue the fight. I know she will. And uh, hopefully this will lead to a review of our elections by the judicial branch of the government, especially getting to the Supreme Court. That would be my hope. Well, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer is vowing to keep pressing the Biden administration for answers on uh, classified documents found in unsecured locations after the White House confirmed there were no visitor logs for the President Biden's home in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden promised to have the most transparent administration in history, but he refuses to be transparent when it matters the most, Comer said. Uh, The White House, National Archives, and the Justice Department withheld information from Congress and the American people about classified records found in unsecure locations from Joe Biden's time as vice president, continued Comer. So uh, right now, no logs, visitor logs, at the uh, home in Delaware. This, this, boy, this is, for example, Tucker Carlson reported Monday night the tax returns for the year 2016 to 18 have disappeared from Joe Biden's campaign website, financial disclosure page at JoeBiden.com. Those years cover the same time frame that son Hunter Biden claimed on his background check reportedly alleging to have paid $50,000 a month to rent to stay at his father Joe's Wilmington, Delaware home where illicit classified documents were found in December of 2022 and last week. This is just uh, not adding up, or it's adding up to a pretty grim story right here. We know that uh, Joe Biden struck a deal for his son and Hunter uh, with the Communist Chinese. We know that his office was funded by the Communist Chinese in Washington, D.C., this at the the, uh, University of Pennsylvania, 
And then uh, we see that Hunter Biden was renting from his dad for $50,000 a month. Was this uh, money laundering? What was going on with that high amount of money to pay for rent to stay with his dad? And uh, the Biden, the, of course, the documents there, were they in, at all reviewed by the communist Chinese, these classified documents? Lots of questions, no answers at this point. But uh, I think right now, uh, Biden's pigeons are coming home to roost. Well, birth rates are falling in the United States. After the highs of the baby boom in the mid-20th century and the lows of the baby bust in the 70s, birth rates were relatively stable for nearly 50 years. But during the Great Recession from 2007 to 9, birth rates declined sharply, and they've kept falling. In 2007, average birth rates were about around two children per woman. By 2021, levels have dropped more than 20%, close to the lowest level in a century just underscoring the importance of uh, a some sort of a immigration program that's legal. And right now we don't have that going on, but we do need more population coming in because of the low birth rates. But, you know, we're not the only ones. The Chinese, the Chinese population fell last year for the first time since 1961. An historic turn is expected to mark the start of a long period of decline in its citizen numbers and see India become the world's most populous nation in 2023. Uh, the uh, statistics are you know, a fraction of a billion of people uh, less in 2022 than 2021. Last year's birth rate was 6.77 births per 1,000 people, down from 7.52. That's a big drop in 2021 and marking the lowest birth rate on record. China also logged its highest death rate since 1976, registering 7.37 deaths per thousand compared to 7.18 deaths in 2021. Much of the democratic, uh, demographic downturn is the result of China's one-child policy that imposed between 1980 and 2015, as well as sky-high education costs that have put many Chinese off having more than one child because of the cost of an education. Chinese stringent zero-COVID policies that were in place for three years before an abrupt reversal, which had been overwhelmed medical facilities, has caused further damage to the country's bleak demographic outlook. So the Chinese are experiencing a reduced birth rate as well. It's going to pay; a, uh, They're going to pay a toll for that because there just aren't, uh, again, with this one-child policy, it'll be uh, decades before they recover and begin to see their population expand. Unlike the United States, where we have lots of immigration from different countries, that's not so with the Chinese, and uh, so they'll have a difficult time of it. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest-established air conditioning company. I hope you'll visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also by uh, Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lula Bee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. 
Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by internationalhealthplans.com. That's internationalhealthplans.com. If you're planning on uh, traveling abroad, what if you got sick or hurt in another country? Most health insurance plans don't cover international travel. So you can travel with confidence with international health plans for as little as $1.25 a day. Find out more by visiting the website internationalhealthplans.com. Coming up, we're going to be visiting with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now, the rate of uh, people dying from cancer in the United States has continuously declined over the past three decades, according to a new report from the American Cancer Society. The U.S. cancer uh, death rate has fallen 33% since 1991, which corresponds to the estimated 3.8 million deaths averted, according to the report. Uh, The uh, rate of lives lost to cancer continues to shrink in most uh, the recent year for the most uh, data available between 2019 and 20 by 1.5 percent. The 33 percent decline in cancer mortality is truly formidable, said Karen Knudsen, chief executive officer of the American Cancer Society. So some good news there. Uh, amidst the the sudden death syndromes that we see with so many young athletes, uh, and I believe from uh, from the COVID vaccines. Well, this is interesting. ESPN reported on Thursday that thirty AAA ballparks will have Ropo umpires, marking the first substantial high level expansion of the system. Now, Robo umps. 
uh, uh, systems have already been tried with generally positive results. Many prefer the objectivity of computer-driven calls, leading to fewer arguments and decreased importance of catcher framing. That's where the catcher moves his glove to uh, try and make it look more like a strike than perhaps it really is. Some of them enjoy being able to call, uh, discuss calls with umpires, potentially leading to a different zone, not to mention teams who have a competitive advantage with catchers who have an elite framing skill. So uh, this is going to be interesting because all 30 AAA ballparks will have robocalls, robo-umps. It's working great in tennis. I'm surprised that the uh, umpires union isn't uh, making a squawk about this, but nevertheless, if it gets to AAA and it's successful, which I imagine it will be, because it won't be, uh, you know, it's not going to be close. It's not, in other words, if the if the pitch is uh, just outside, it's not going to be called a strike. It'll be called a ball, and uh, so it'll be much more precise than we've seen with the human interaction. But many people prefer now, umpires are part of the game. Prefer to have the umpire there to call the balls and strikes. Well, there's clear contradictions between the World Health Organization's directives regarding the need for COVID shots in Africa and the actual situation on the ground. The WHO, that's the World Health Organization, is still calling on all countries to get the COVID jab into at least 70% of their populations and warns that developing countries are at grave risk uh, due to low uh, jab rates. Meanwhile, Africa has less than 6% of the population is jabbed and has far, fared far better than countries with the high injection rates. A large-scale survey in Uganda also shows that COVID is no longer a clinical issue. Variants have gotten milder, less uh, pathogenic, with each uh, iteration, yet the WHO warns that the new variants may create large waves of serious disease and health in populations with low vaccination coverage. The explanation for this disconnect between the WHO's priorities and what's happening in Africa can be explained when you look at the focus on the WHO's catastrophic contagion exercise. It focused on getting African leadership trained to, in following the pandemic script. The WHO needs additional pandemics in order to justify its pandemic treaty, which will give its sole power to dictate countermeasures, and it needs to eliminate the African control group, which shows that COVID vaccines do more harm than good. Uh, who also has uh, every intention of implementing climate lockdowns once the power it has the power to do so. So that aim, the WHO's Director of Environment and Health has suggested combining health and climate issues into one. Doesn't this sound just eerily dictatorial? Can you imagine? Now, I'm sure that the, they're taking hydroxychloroquine uh, in Africa because of uh, malaria, and it prevents malaria, but it also is, of course, cross-purpose medicine. It also uh, is, has it's been demonstrated to have uh, a prophylactic uh, for, the vac for the virus. So right now they're, they're heading off the virus with, uh, with uh, cross-purpose medicine, but uh, right now the WHO, well, they want everybody, uh, want everybody vaccinated. And so why is that? Who benefits from that? I have real questions. All right, coming up, we're going to visit with Boo Morton. So we'll find out what's new with Boo, that and more, right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. You have questions about your retirement? 
Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Finish what you started with a Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. They get the politics, they know the policy, and they help prepare your elected officials to win and win big. You can find out more by visiting the website, thefga.org, thefga.org. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seat Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now, it's time to find out what's new with Boo Mortensen former radio show host in Madison, Wisconsin. Boo, thank you so much for joining us. Well, it's my pleasure. And I have to say, Bob, that I have noticed, I've been, you know, I read the article, I read the newspaper, the Wall Street Journal every morning, and I have noticed a trend of articles addressing concerns about TikTok. Yeah. Now, to put this in perspective, TikTok has 100 million users in the U.S., and it's owned by Chinese, the Chinese company. And they are worried that the U.S. government is worried that they can have access to important data about our U.S. citizens. Now, it's not just like names and email addresses. But it's data like face prints and voice prints. Yeah. And they can use it to create very specific uh, behavior profiles on the U.S. citizens. Now, in 2020, Trump signed an executive order to try to ban TikTok, and then Biden revoked it and then replaced it. So what I've noticed is there are states like Maryland, South Dakota, and Nebraska have now said the heck with the federal government. We're taking things in our own hands. And they have banned TikTok in those states. And then now the U.S. government is saying, we don't want TikTok uh, in the House and anybody that is in the House or the Senate because they think it is a security 
breach. Yeah. I think this is scary. It is scary, Boo. And if you can imagine this, have you ever watched a TikTok? I mean, I've seen I've seen them. I've never gone to TikTok itself, but I've certainly seen clips of TikTok presentations and so forth. They're just kind of short little clips. But it's amazing, apparently, what the Chinese Communist Party can find out about people here in the United States of America just by the user. Uh, I guess the patterns of use, I have no idea what the, how, they, how they're able to accomplish that. I, I don't either. It's a, a, a logarithms or algorithms. And, you know, I don't understand the complexities of it. But I have noticed there are more and more articles coming out about states that are saying, now there are, it's a group of 15 state attorney generals mm. that are saying, we want to ban it in our state. So there, there are some real legitimate concerns. Um, the U.S. is even pushing to have ByteDance, which is the Chinese company that owns it, to turn it over, to sell it to an American company. Um, I think that they, there's a lack of trust with the Chinese government. Well, I would definitely say so. In fact, uh, if you take a look at what's happening, it's kind of on a parallel track with the uh, classified documents in Joe Biden's possession when he was vice president, taking them to his home and to this office for the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, a lot of there's a confluence of a lot of information now suggesting the commies. Uh, Chinese parties at war with the United States, not necessarily uh, uh, with guns, but, but with uh, intellectual property, with uh, with all, a lot of different ways trying to diminish the importance of the United States and to, ha and to be able to uh, have a dominion over the United States. Well, but Biden says that they're locked in a garage. So they're safe. Of course, they're safe. So we don't need to worry. You know, I, I understand the documents. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out with this whole family drama, the whole family, the Hunter Biden, how that all play out. Yeah. But I think that the, you know, the Justice Department and the Pentagon are worried that the Chinese can use this for espionage and political influence. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's some real nefarious things. And, you know, what's interesting, the Chinese government can say to their people, all right, teenagers under the age of 18 are only allowed to go on social media an hour a day. And they've done that. They've hmm. said you can only go on an hour a day. And they, for some, for some way, they can control all of that. Meanwhile, they're wholesaling this social media platform that they own to 100 million Americans. Yeah. Now, am I getting paranoid about the Chinese? Well, I think maybe I am. Well, I, I, sometimes uh, fear or paranoia is a healthy thing when there's when the when the uh, threat is real, and I think the threat is real coming from the Communist Chinese Party. I mean, they're they're also building coal plants like one a week, something to that effect. In the meantime, and they're selling us uh, green energy stuff. <laughs> what do they know Please. that we don't? I mean, it's just incredible to see uh, how. You know, we're actually if if we went to war with China, we've actually given them all the money and all the resources they need to beat us. Yeah, we have. Aren't we generous? Yeah, we are. And what they can't get, they can learn through TikTok, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just have noticed a ground swell. Um, you know, I bet I'm sitting here. I've cut out. I bet I've cut out seven articles, recent articles in the Wall Street Journal that has to do with banning TikTok in the United States. 
It is a dip. So something's going on. Yeah. And, I, and you know, it might, the thing is, it's hard for me. I've looked at these articles and take a look at the headlines and so forth. Because I don't understand exactly how they're able to uh, weaponize TikTok, because I just don't understand the technology behind it or the, or, or the, the methods behind it, I have difficulty focusing on it as, as a real problem. Well, I don't right. I, I I don't know if it's an if it's a weaponizing or if it's information gathering, uh-huh. so that they certainly can profile. In in I I think the government is looking at it as a huge security breach. Yeah. Well, I, I and uh, it's in my mind, it's a way to understand the patterns of thought of people here in the United States. So maybe that's what they're seeking, as opposed to informa- information on individuals here in the United States. It's just hard to, for me to fathom how they could possibly use this TikTok, people just using it and finding out about the users. Right, because I don't use TikTok. I don't go on the platform. I don't, I don't use any social media. I don't use Facebook. I don't use any of it. So, you know, I'm kind of out of the loop on that. But people, if they find something interesting, you know, they'll send me something. It's only a 30-second clip. Uh-huh. But I, you know, and most of the time it's all humorous and funny stuff. But, you know, what if they started doing certain political ads that they've created that they started running across? I mean, 100 million people in the United States. That's a lot of people that are on TikTok. Well, that's a third of our population. That's incredible. Exactly. Yeah. And I would sure. I would imagine it's mostly young people who are, quite frankly, have the uh, the TikTok could have a great more influence on them than they could have on you and I. Right, but they're the most impressionable. We're old and cranky. <laughs> yeah. It's you true. can't move us too easily. No, you sure but the can't. young, they're fluid. Yeah, you sure can't, Boo. Well, I really appreciate you bringing this important issue to our attention here, Boo. I'm going to look into TikTok more. I'd like to know, some of the things I'd like to know is just exactly how do the communist Chinese use the information they get uh, uh, and, and why is it important to them? That I, I just right. don't understand. Well, I think we're naive. I, you know, I think that it's the tip of the iceberg. And for the Justice Department and the Pentagon to get involved in kind of trying to stop them or, or force China to sell the company to an American company, I, I think there's some real nefarious possibilities that, um, that they can, uh, what they all are, I don't know. I'm not that sophisticated in any of it. My advice to everybody is to get off social media. Uh, Go pick up a newspaper and read it. It's a pretty good recommendation. Although the news, yeah, the Naples Daily News, picking up that, I, if you want to know what sports happened last week, that's a good place to go. <laughs> it's just, there's no current news on the Naples Daily News, unfortunately. So I think, I think we're beginning to see some of our paper newspapers just kind of go by the by. Yeah, yeah, they're getting thinner and thinner. They are. Boo, I always appreciate your commentary here in the show. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. All right. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seton Motley. He's the founder and president of Less Government. They're going to do that and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network.
Finish what you started with the Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now I'll play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Golf Shore Playhouse, changing lives through exceptional theater experiences and now building a 44,000 square foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. It's going to be absolutely terrific. You can find out more and get tickets by visiting the website golfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Seton, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Seaton. Tell us about less government. Yeah, we exist to reduce the size and scope and sphere of influence of government, and it's not going well in D.C. Well, you're contributing to uh, trying to solve the problem and uh, doing it with <laughs> some great columns. Uh, your latest is California GOP's China sellout. McCarthy must clean up his and D.C.'s IP theft messes. messes. We were just talking about that in the last segment. Maybe you can tell us about it. Yeah, um, of course... You know, uh, McCarthy's confidence-inspiring 15 votes required to <laughs> make him speaker um, now makes puts him in charge of populating the, the uh, different committees and subcommittees in D.C. And the, the, the one specific one that oversees intellectual property is the minority person was Daryl Issa, a California Republican. He's been chairman in the past when last the Republicans were in charge of Congress. And he's awful on intellectual property, which is the height of irony. I didn't put this in the piece, but he's the richest member of Congress. And he got that rich. He, remember the, the Viper car alarm system? Yes. That was him. You know, I He think invented I it. That, that was his voice. Danger, danger. That was his voice on the machine. Huh. So he made $9 trillion, I, I exaggerate slightly, um, in a, in, with a patented product, 
And then he goes to D.C. and starts undermining Patton. He, he was a lead guy on the American Vents Act t- 10 years ago, which uh, undermined the uh, patent system and, and made some really stupid changes to the patent system. And uh, he's proposed other bad bills multiple times over multiple Congresses that thankfully didn't go anywhere. And you know how D.C. works. He's been the chairman before. It goes on seniority and your, you know, a your-next mentality with merit having little to nothing to do with it. So he's been chairman before, and ICE is probably going to make him chairman again. Well, I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't, which is one of the reasons I wrote this article. Now, the, while researching this article, further researching this article, I discovered a California situation. There, uh, of course, you know, anyone this power, as powerful as McCarthy is in D.C. holds tremendous sway over what happens in his state, California, with re- especially with regard to the party politics. Well, the vice chair that, that is a longtime ally of Kevin McCarthy was elected in 2019, and his name is, he calls himself Peter, I think his name is Chung Cheng Ko. And he's from Taiwan, but he claims to be in the insurance business. He set up multiple businesses with ties to communist China. Wow. And the Chinese communist government. And this is who uh, McCarthy basically anointed as vice chairman of the California Republican Party. Huh. So, so, you know, McCarthy has talked a good game in the past about China and intellectual property. Um, and by the way, the, the, the sector in, into which Co is, uh, it's K-U-O, I, I'm assuming it's Co, I don't know. Um but the sector he's tied into is 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 dedicated to intellectual property theft in China. That's what they do. Wow. I mean, it's not just a general Chinese connection. It's directly tied to intellectual property theft. And of course, we lose in the neighborhood of six hundred billion a year in intellectual property theft to China. Huh. Um, so so I don't know. You know. Uh, the Gateway Pundit, uh, late last year, the, the, right before Christmas, published a 77-page research document on all of Ko's ties to communist China. Huh. Now, if the Gateway Pundit can get it, McCarthy can certainly get it, if he's looking. Well, it certainly, <laughs> it certainly is, raises the question about what's his ties, what are his ties to the communist Chinese as well. So, well, look, look, I don't think I don't think McCarthy's particularly bright. He certainly is a speaker who can't speak. Yeah, um, this may just be straight muscle politics, and he wanted his ally in there, and he didn't do the due diligence to do the background check on who Co is and who his business associates right, are. Right. It could just be, he's my guy, I want him as vice chair. Because his girl, um, Patterson, Jessica Patterson, I think her name is, she became chair. I mean, he's running the state party. So it could be something as simple as, I didn't do due diligence, I wanted this guy in there, and because he's my guy. And, and that could be all the extent of it. But he's this guy, his guy, has extensive ties to intellectual property that's in China. And at the federal level, as we just discussed, ICE is a huge problem when it comes to intellectual property at the federal level. And of course, any Chinese theft of intellectual property is a federal problem, regardless of whether it's at a state level party 
situation. Right. It's still a federal problem, obviously. So I just, you know, that's a, as I said in the piece, you know, obviously um, McCarthy has a long way to go to rehab his uh, reputation with the, the people who got him the majority. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the American people. Well, rehabbing national economic security would be a good way to begin to do that. And that would be not appoint ISA and, and unappoint, unmake the vice chairmanship of this guy, Peter. He calls himself Peter. It's Chung Chang or something Co. But he calls it his Americanized name that he chose is Peter. Yeah. So it's Peter Co. So he needs to go and ISA doesn't need to come back. Well, we certainly need to do something about the intellectual property theft that, uh, by the Communist Chinese Party. Uh, they, they've robbed us blind here for a decade and we need to do something about it for, for 50 years, but yes, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, no, no question about it. So, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll make better decisions going forward. I, I will th- say though, you mentioned seniority is typically the route that uh, gets people to, uh, uh, positions of leadership in the, in the uh, government. I think there's also another topic or another uh, category, which is fundraising. Those that raise the most monies tend to get to the uh, get the chairmanships. That's right, and and of course it's a, it's kind of a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Because if you get appointed to the right committees, you can raise a lot of money. If you're on the Defense Department committee, if you're on the uh, Ways and Means committee, I just read an article really quickly. Kay Granger, 14 term Republican from Texas, has been named Ways and Means chair in 28 years in Congress. At least twelve of her chiefs of staff are now lobbyists. <laughs> and of course, when you develop those relationships, who do you go to? You go to the lobbyists to raise the money, right? Oh my God! You know, and, and, then, and then there's other people like legislative directors too. But just at least twelve chiefs of staff in 28 years. So they go and work for for a year or two, and then and then cash in in K Street and start lobbying. It's just a incestuous nightmare mess in D.C. Well, as a former congressman told me one time, we have the best government that money can buy. <laughs> well, ex- my, my, I went to work for Richard Vigory, who invented direct mail fundraising for politics. They called him the funding father of the conservative movement starting back in the 60s. Yeah. And I went to work for him in 06, and he said, this is before anybody's called it the swamp. He said, people ran on cleaning up the cesspool, cesspool, draining the cesspool in Washington, and then they get here and realize it's not a cesspool, it's a hot tub. That's exactly right. Seat Miley, again, the founder and president of Less Government, I encourage you to visit lessgovernment.org. You can find this column. You can also visit Less Government on uh, Facebook. Seat, I always appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, sir. My pleasure, indeed. All right, we're going to have more here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 
325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit blueprovencenaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's blueprovencenaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, of limited government, and the rule of law. We have with us Linda Harden, my wife, also extremely knowledgeable and uh, facile in the use of uh, social media and what's happening around the world and right here in the community. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. It's still cold out. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is cold, and uh, we've had quite a cold spell. I know. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. Done. Me back, too. We, we need Florida weather back now. Yeah. Well, you know, the month of January typically has some of these cold days, and we were down in the 40s, if you can believe that or not. Four zero. it yeah. got down to. Yeah, unbelievable. So, uh, Elon Musk, it looks like he's uh, they're going after him. Well, and he's so smart, and and... They're, he's so much smarter than than they are, uh, but who's but, they? You're talking about the Democrats. Oh, well, Democrats, um, the deep state, the uh, the every the pharmaceutical industry, everybody that he's exposing yeah. on Twitter. I mean, they they're just running around with their hair on fire because um, he he's exposing them, and and it's so great to watch. And he just doesn't he just doesn't. Um, Fluster. I no, mean, he, he's amazing. In, in one way, it kind of makes me think that he bought Twitter, understanding it's a losing proposition, but he wanted to expose all this and the corruption and the, the uh, collusion between uh, the government and uh, the social media. It's, it's just been incredible, the stuff that he's revealed. Well, and, and what's great is that he bought Twitter and he's letting other people expose it. I mean in, in other words the 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 Twitter feed that that he on various topics he's allowing people like that Michael Schellenberger and that Matt Taibbi and and Alex Alex Berenson um and and as a result um I, people's heads are exploding because because they they can't stop it. Yeah. They can't stop it and they're just going holy crap I'm he's he's blown the whistle on all the stuff we've been getting away with for all these years. That's just uh, like a, a, a shift. 
what's his first name? Watermelon Head? Yeah. <laughs> it's not Watermelon Head. What's his first Anyhow, is Adam. it Adam? Adam Schiff. Uh, so what's, he's giving directives to social media about people that should be censored and tick, kicked off of social media and off of Twitter. I mean, it's just incredible. And by the way, I think it's great that uh, McCarthy's made the decision that Schiff and and others are not going to be... Eric in- Swalwell. Did you hear what, what McCarthy said about Eric Swalwell? He said, I think he said, if if you knew what I knew, he he would be kicked out of Congress. Have you, have, have you seen, he said, have you, if you had seen the back, FBI background check on Eric Swal- Swalwell that I've seen, you wouldn't allow him on any committees yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, And so that begs the question, huh, what else is on there? What else don't we know about Eric Swalwell? And oh, by the way... Um, uh, he's not been on any shows that I've seen, you know, because I, I I watch the media, and so so these other people that I watch on social media or I follow, they they follow up on this stuff, so I don't have to watch everything. So so they follow like MSNBC, NBC, all the CNN, all the all the other shows. Eric Schwalwell has been MIA, which is really really interesting. By the way, speaking of missing in action, I'm just going to do a a leap from what we were talking about. Yeah. So, so the um, infrastructure bill. What was that big uh, uh, 1.7 trillion dollar bill that? Yeah. What was it called? Uh, it's, it was called a. Uh, <laughs> uh, well. You know what? It was, yeah, I it, do. And and so many Republicans signed on to it. Omnibus bill. Omnibus. Thank you. So, uh, a, a number of Republican people who. Twenty-seven. Yes. Who were in front of the camera all the time, all the time, all the time, who voted for this, are suddenly MIA. And guess who's one of them? Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton has not been on TV since he was called out. Steve Bannon called him out. A number of people have called him out about that he voted for this. And I just think that's so interesting. I do, too. I think it's great that, that these folks are being called out about their votes uh, for that, you know, I, okay, they he Tom Cotton voted to increase the number of IRS agents by eighty-seven thousand. Right. I mean, these these uh, the the things that are in this bill are just incredible. And the FAA, by the way, uh, needs new infrastructure, needs new uh, software. But that's not the bill. <laughs> the things, the things that we really need, and I just read this morning that NIH apparently has uh, had increase in their funding, tremendous increase in their funding. And uh, how are they spending the money? Well, on things like equity and. Uh, uh, well, they're probably giving everybody raises. I mean, what they say they're spending it on, they don't spend it on. They're well, ju- they're not spending it on. They're not spending it on things to improve our public health. Do you realize how how many years? These people, all these people in the in the in Washington, have been lying to us yeah. about everything, about everything, and the fact that this is being exposed. Um, you know, getting back to to Robert F. Kennedy's book, um, the book you're reading now about uh, Doctor uh, by Doctor Robert Malone. It's called uh, "Lies My Government Told Me." Uh, this is just a great read. What it is is uh, Doctor Malone has pulled together. Uh, first of all, he's written several of the chapters in the book, but he's also pulled together people who are authorities on different topics uh, about these lies that have been told to the American people and. Uh, the detail in it is just incredible. I highly recommend this book by Dr. Robert W. Malone, M.D. It's called Lies My Government Told Me. And uh, to make your point, there's a lot of them. There's a, there's a lot of them, and they've been doing it for years and years, and now it's being 
exposed. And, and now that Alex Berenson, Dr. Malone, Robert F. Kennedy, who's been the trailblazer for so much of this, Naomi Wolf, Dr. Naomi Wolf. By the way, Naomi Wolf and Robert Malone were both Democrats. Yeah. And, and, and after all of this um, COVID crap, um, they say they will never, ever vote Democrat again, ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but now that, that it came out last week that now, oh, because so many people have had adverse reactions to the vaccine, oh, now the CDC is going to do a study on, on heart attacks. Meanwhile, all these athletes are dropping dead. Yeah. I've read a statistic. In fact, I shared it on the show this morning of 1,600 athletes, professional and, and amateur athletes, have uh, had serious heart conditions, and many of them died. I think 1,100 of them have died as a consequence. And we're talking about people who are not uh, morbidly ill. We're talking about people who are uh, professional athletes performing on a professional level that are di- many of them dying in their sleep. You know, what's what's really gratifying, though, now, thanks to Elon Musk and, and the fact that he's letting this stuff all be um, exposed is that people more and more people are are waking up and and um, the thing that was on Fox News last week and it was on other n- networks but about the CDC investigating uh, the adverse effects to adverse reactions to uh, the vaccine I sent that the the film clip of um, Sandra Smith on Sun and Fox in the afternoon about she's reading of like it was a bulletin and I sent that out to a bunch of people and you'd be surprised uh, I was I, I kind of it was kind of shot in the dark to see what reaction I'd get but I wanted people to know if they hadn't seen that what was going on people are saying no kidding we've been we've been wise to this for a long time one person said I've got vaccinated and double boosted I'm never taking another shot again yeah. my 18 year old my 18 year old um, grandson got a shot and he's not, he hasn't been the same since those are the type of reactions i got and we know people right. who have had serious adverse i mean just in our circle of friends we 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 know people and i'm so glad that that folks are are waking and, up and here's the thing too it's we don't know how long these negative effects will go on it could be years where we could see people having adverse health situations as a result of the spike protein well so i don't i mean i'm no doctor but when when you have a when you have a heart issue in a young person, I mean, is that permanent? Is that permanent? I mean, can yeah, you can, can you get better from that? I don't know. Uh, what's going to happen with this young man who's uh, who uh, fell in the Buffalo game? I, I I have serious doubts about whether he'll ever play professional football again. Yeah, I mean, they're keeping that really really close to the vest. Yeah. You know, we have, and it's not it's not just heart. I mean, we we have um, friends blood clots. Well, well, autoimmune diseases where they get water on the brain and have yeah. to have faucets installed in there that's right that's, and then and then heart issues after that that happened to a friend of ours well we would just encourage our listeners to look into this and if you are in a situation where you're thinking about getting a booster look i'm not a medical doctor neither is linda but irrespective we've certainly gone through enough information to know that everybody should make informed decisions about their health well well and not only that based on the fact that your government has been lying to you about all this stuff don't forget um, Joe Biden had said, oh, you'll never get sick from this yeah. vaccine. This is, uh, I mean, the, the Rochelle Walensky should be in prison uh, for all the stuff that she's lied to us. But, but do your own research and, and look, look stuff up for yourself. Absolutely. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Well, that's a wrap here on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. We've got some great guests for tomorrow, including Bob Levy. 
He is the chairman emeritus of the Cato Institute. And Andrew Joppa, professor and author of Josephus of Oz, will be joining us as well. Always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobharden at hotmail.com. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com.